jump in, man? Let's jump in. What are we talking about? What's talking about retreat. Hey, what episode is this? <laughs> what episode is this? This is episode <laughs> 1000. Week. What? We what? don't know our weeks because we took four off. We'll just say this is week two B, A, B, after break. I like that. You like that? I do. All right, we're going to keep that. We're rolling. <laughs> rolling. <laughs> like That's it. going to be the first part. Uh, all right, so tell me, did you get your life together? I I did a little bit. Um, we talked about it last time. We talked about we talked about uh, bringing order to chaos and takeaways from um, maintaining rhythms of spiritual disciplines when life is frantic and, and chaotic, which is pretty much all the time, uh, minus certain ebbs and flows. So, yeah, it's it's been. I, I was really encouraged and really helped by our conversation last week, uh, just personally, in terms of just um, trying to hit refresh on certain rhythms in the middle of a in the middle of what feels like a, a chaotic season and yeah. stretch. And and so I'm just really grateful for that conversation, man. And and I think it's really indicative of um, of what we're trying to see uh, happen with our podcast that we're talking about uh, formation um, because we want to be formed into the image of Jesus, and we realize that it's um, the practice of repetition, uh, of disciplines, of practices that, that God has given us uh, in Scripture that forms our character, shapes our habits, and shapes what we love and, and shapes us to uh, into the image of Jesus. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was super encouraged, super helped um, by your insights last week, bro. So it's uh, that's been good. And then this week, um, what we've been, what we had tried to apply from last week, we'll, we'll debrief retreat, which we uh, kind of took in its sort of broad form and its sort of basic form you know in its broadest form it's the sense of kind of trying to get away for a day yeah. uh, or two or three or get away for 12 hours to kind of have some silent solitude prayer reflection journal uh think back on your life think on where you are sort of uh pull back from the noise of every day to um kind of re-anchor yourself in uh in christ and and in the truth of his word and the truth of the gospel and in the realities of the kingdom and all that. So that's sort of the broad scale retreat. Um, the way we sort of talked about it as well uh, was also, well, a retreat can also be really your sort of devotional or your quiet time where you're pulling back from the noise of the everyday for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever you can do yep. yeah. and, and, yeah. uh, and doing those same things. So, so uh, really at its core, similar, it's just the duration that might vary. Yeah. So, um, for me, uh, I, w- I went to the, the smaller, the smaller <laughs> version of retreat. Um, and there was lowest common denominator. The lowest common denominator. No, there was no uh, getting away for me for right. a day or two yeah. days or three days. Um, so what did it look like? For me, it looked like, uh, and part of it was really built off our conversation last week, was figuring out what's the new sort of morning routine for me. So what is it? Uh, man, it's... Uh, <laughs> Drinking water um, to start the day, yeah, yeah. Uh, getting enough water to start the day. Um, it's, What's enough? Uh, uh, I just did twelve ounces, which good is for like you. A cup, so thanks. <laughs> yeah, my wife was like, "Finally, you're going to drink water." I was like, "Yes." Um, <laughs> what do you normally drink? I do drink water, but I don't drink enough. That's usually my thing. It's like I leave my water bottle at home, all this stuff. So, dude, what's uh, this? Is totally not. Look, formation is not about getting good at the spiritual for- practices. It's about getting closer to the Lord. Yeah, man. Right. Yeah. So, like. Man, I think a lot of this is pertinent because the more, like, health means a lot. I think, man, when you're taking care of yourself, you're taking care of your mind, your body, like, all those things sort of, God's given you all those things Absolutely. to work in unison Absolutely. Yeah. for your formation into his image. Absolutely. So it's like, man, like, one thing that's really helped me, yeah, I started, <laughs> this is totally random, started waking up and drinking water with electrolytes. 
There you go. And it's like it immediately just kind of resets your body and your mind sort of clarify, like clears up a little bit. You're not in brain fog after you wake yeah. up. Yeah. And then you're ready to kind of like think through your day, pray through your day. For sure. Kind of set that up. Yeah, man. We're, we're going to make this like a formation health podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's just if, if all of life is discipleship to Jesus, then it's like, um, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, me me drinking enough water is going to help me walk and enjoy Yeah, Christ I think that's exactly what Paul's talking I'm about. I'm going to stop getting headaches yeah. all the time right. so I can actually, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, Whatever you know, I do, I'm going to do to his glory. Like, absolutely. So, yeah. And so I think just for me, from our conversation last week, it was just thinking through what's the sort of morning routine that will lead to me connecting with Jesus that is not so idealistic that I'm never going to be able to do it. Right. That, but that's a pitfall. <laughs> that's a pitfall. Yeah. But but is actually like within reach and with uh, God's grace and God's help. Drinking um, water seems within reach. <laughs> drinking, drinking up water is very much within reach. <laughs> after, after you drink the water, <laughs> what do you do? Uh, so it's so it's uh, drink, drink water, um, uh, pray. Um, uh, we Are you a about, coffee drinker? No, I'm not. And if I drink half a cup of coffee, I'm just like bouncing off the walls. Um, really? With excitement. Yeah. And so it's just not good for me. Dude, you and I are um, totally different. Yes, we are. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's, yeah. So it's really, uh, ideally, it's get up, drink enough water, pray, um, turn to uh, what I'm reading specifically in scripture, um, do that, uh, read uh, one or two other verses, um, not related to what I'm reading in scripture, but to a different portion. Um, and sort of close in prayer there and then get, get my kids ready for the day, get my boys ready for school or my, my oldest ready for school. And so that's sort of the rhythm and routine. So yeah. that went in terms of its ideal, ideal version. Um, I had probably two, two retreats where that ideal version was, was running on all cylinders and okay. it was wonderful. And I've also had the, the sort of half ideal version, which is like, that's what? way better than nothing. Um, and <laughs> when it's half, what goes away? When it's half what goes away, uh, the water does not happen immediately. <laughs> water <laughs> happens later. <laughs> but the living water still happens. You like that's that? right. That's um, right. I, go I go to the living well. go to the living water. I don't need water. I drink the living water. Um, <laughs> that's bad. This is terrible. Don't follow that advice. Um, yeah, I think, and, and I think this is a good, like, and I've experienced this at different points, but I think this is a good um, insight that I'm being reminded of is just thinking of sort of this idea of retreat and if it's sort of the kind of morning rhythms to think through like, on an ideal, like this is what it would look like for me to commune with God on an ideal, like morning or whatever. And like, this is what it would look like when it's like, okay, I woke up late, you know, or, yeah. or whatever. And understanding like, have a, have a plan B. You, yeah. I got the plan B yeah. and let's, yeah. let's work the plan B yeah. and work it for all, all we can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for, for me on a less, a less ideal sort of retreat or this sort of solitude time is really, um, it's a lot quicker and journaling usually drops out. Um, okay, so that goes away. Mm-hmm, so in the morning, mm-hmm. you run on all cylinders, but then did you also, are you incorporating anything at a different point in the day or just the morning? In terms of the retreat aspect? Yeah. It's really just the morning. Yeah. Yep. And then ideally for me on a, on a, on a great day, there's, um, there's sort of, I, I've done this a, a little bit lately, is actually going back to what I was reading in the morning and reading it uh, in the evening, yeah. maybe with a resource that I like. Um, and so... So I'm still thinking about it in kind of myself first, but then later in the day I'm like, hey, how, how did this person, how did how did this commentary look at this? And so I've, yeah. I've enjoyed that. So I'm, I'm reading Matthew, um, and so in the Sermon on the Mountain, there's a, a writer that I really like that's talked about um, talked about that portion of scripture. So I've enjoyed doing that. So all in all, for me, like there were definitely a couple of. Um, I mean, really, uh, to be honest, this is really me just trying to revamp kind of my quiet time. 
And so yeah, yeah. Um, that's really how I took retreat, especially yeah. coming off of, um, off of, uh, just adjusting to, to our baby and all that stuff. And so yeah. there are just some sweet times of doing that. And even this morning it was like, okay, this is the plan B, but, um, man, I, you know, I was encouraged, I was encouraged yeah. reading, reading a little bit of Matthew and, and progress uh, and, just, and just doing that. Yeah. I mean, and I think that just for me, just coming out, out of, or being in the season that our family is in, it's just such a reminder that it's just, it's just daily like walking with Jesus in the best way that I can. Yes. <laughs> um, and, and then not being discouraged <laughs> yeah. and just continuing to do that. And that's how I become formed. Um, uh, it's like that simple. One evening last week we were hanging out with some friends and I remember one guy, one, one of our friends, he was just like, we started talking about walking with the Lord and he's like, eventually I just realized, I was like, so if I want to walk with the Lord, I just kind of have to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, like, just you just kind of have do to it. do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, yeah, we can overcomplicate things. Yeah, we can, yeah, um, we can. Yeah. And and even the disciplines which are meant to help us can can become means of overcomplication. Um, yes, yeah. I, I do one. Uh, talk about pitfalls. So Keller wrote his book on the Psalms, mm-hmm. and then uh, he had this uh, paragraph or this description there about how, you know. Um, part of kind of tradition back when, you know, before Christ, when, you know, rabbis and, um, you know, Jewish priests and all that stuff, what they would do is they would read through, because there's 150 Psalms, and they'd read five Psalms a day, once a month. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's a pitfall. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I made it a half a day. Yeah. Before yeah. I got behind. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then, uh, yeah. So that's like what you're saying, just those little tiny bite size, like, hey, like, I've heard it put really well. It's like we underestimate, we overestimate what we can do um, in a day, yeah. but we really underestimate what we can do in a year. Yeah. yeah. You know, and kind of like this, we think, hey, we've got so much time today and we have this big to-do list. We're going to knock all this stuff out. Right. And then we just don't have the time to do that. But like these little bite-sized deals of spiritual formation, they can really add up. Absolutely. And they can really culminate into something like where you're looking back over a year and you're like, wow, I've really progressed in my walk. And it's just because you didn't try and read 150 Psalms a month. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, right. if you have the discipline to do that, by all means, go for it. But, like, don't let that be something where you just throw in the towel. Yeah. You yeah. know, you take off these huge projects and you're just, I'm done. I That's can't right. do this. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. And I think just thinking about our formation, you know, setting setting our sights so high in that way and seeing ourselves sort of not attain, I think, can lead to the sort of, negative momentum of like well why am i like why <laughs> what's the am point? i trying right and, what's the point and and we yeah. kind of um become sort of uh unformed or deformed or formed by other things yeah. rather than just giving ourselves to the simple stuff and yeah so that's that's been kind of the reminder takeaway for me and so i've been encouraged on that what what was this like for you seth uh, it was good uh, well, I, um I, there were well so one thing that um i started to do over, just even during our break was like uh at least once a week uh, either on Saturday or Sunday, do like a weekly review and a weekly preview. Just kind of, uh, hey, you know, my family knows I've got to take about an hour to 90 minutes and just go and just be alone, pray, think through what happened this previous week, where were my wins, where were my fails. Um, it's almost like, uh, you know, the examine, just kind of like a yeah. uh, kind of like a more extended version of the examine once a week. But then, I've, man, that examine's really stuck with me. Like just, um, I don't necessarily, in the morning, I, I I'll get up and I'll drink water, but then I'll just kind of sit and just, uh, I'm trying to be in the presence of the Lord, like just kind of be in his presence, understand my identity as a son, you know, um, and really form that primarily. And, uh, but then I'll get the kids off and all that. So, but 
um, one thing that's been great, you know, starting last week and then even this week, we're doing those staff prayer times in the morning. Um, and those in and of themselves are a form of retreat. You know, yeah. you're kind of just like you're getting out of the, the to do mode and you're just getting into the presence of the Lord. Um, so that's actually been really good for me for morning times. Um, but yeah, mine, mine aren't in the morning. Typically they're in the evening yeah. as far as like a strict retreat where I just kind of look over the day, plan the day. A lot of it is just, man, I'm so ADD and my mind gets so scattered and so distractible. It's so distractible hmm. that if I can just kind of say, okay, here's what I'm allowed the next day, <laughs> you know, uh, here's my schedule. Then that gives me the freedom to not like, my mind doesn't wander say did i get this done am i what about this and so when i'm when i'm spending the time with the lord it really is a more productive time with the lord like i'm i'm able to focus on the scriptures and kind of let it dwell yeah instead of let my mind just go all crazy different places yeah. so that's probably been the biggest change is like doing like you're saying i think those mini retreats every day you're just you're almost just you're just considering your life it's not right. you're not just letting life come to you right. and just reacting to everything that comes you're actually being a little bit intentional about making small changes. Did I do everything I want to do today? Where did I fail today? Like, where did I fail walking with the Lord? Where, where am I really sensing his presence? Like, and then just feed those things, you know, and let those grow, kind of eliminate some clutter as much as you can. And then uh, I think that's where retreat comes in. It just, it allows you to just stop and think. Yeah. Uh, unless you think about, you know, examine your life. Um, and if you do that on a small day by day basis, just like, hey, it doesn't take long, 10, 15 minutes. Just think on your day, think over the next day, pray, get in the scriptures a little bit. It's those little tiny bite-sized chunks that, man, add up. Yeah. Uh, and for me, wise. just create like this tremendous impact. One other thing that I tried this weekend, because, man, we got four kids, age nine, five, four, and almost two. And I know this is crazy. They sort they whine sometimes. And, uh, <laughs> Do they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, sometimes when they don't get what they want, they complain. And, uh, man, like... We get Fridays off, we get Saturdays off. Some with them Friday and Saturday all day, both days, and which is amazing. But sometimes, man, like it wears me down and it just it gets me to a place where I'm thin. So this past weekend with the retreat, I was like, you know, what if what if every two hours I was intentionally withdrawn from them for 15 to 30 minutes? Now and, we're talking. And just reset. Like get back into the presence of the Lord. Like just calm your mind, you know, reaffirm who you are in Christ. And then get back on the field. There you, <laughs> you know, go. Like, back in the game. Yeah. I just, man, I think just taking the retreat to my weekends and saying, hey, it's okay to call a timeout yeah. for me personally to refresh, get a game plan, and then go back into the field. Yeah. You know, to yeah. use a sports analogy. But it's like, man, that really did a lot. I think it refreshed me. It re-energized me. Each two-hour segment was like a new day. It wasn't like just grinding me down, you know, until, you know, four or 5 PM. I'm like, I'm just done. Like mm -hmm. I can't do this, you know? Uh, so retreat was actually like really cool <laughs> this past Might weekend. Steal that. Uh, you know, just let the family know, Hey, like for your good, every two hours, <laughs> I need to step I'm away. I'm going away for 15 to 30 <laughs> minutes. Right. And it's not because I don't love this. Cause like, man, though, then I'm a better, I'm a better father. Those yeah. other two hours, yeah. each segment. Yeah. Uh, instead of just like, man, dad at 5 PM is way different than dad at 9 AM. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, just trying to be that steadfast presence in the family. I think it's, there's a reason timeouts are allowed in games. Yeah. You know, you got to get off the field and regroup. Yeah. You know? Um, and so that's, that's like the way I interpreted retreat this weekend. I like that, man. I like that creativity, um, 
flexibility applied towards you know the same ultimate end man yeah kind of like what you know your kids love that story podcast i should get my kids into that but that'd be be perfect for you hey for 20 minutes you guys are gonna listen to a story listen to this i will be over that is going away i'll be back in 20 minutes yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. for sure and uh just gotta go recharge yeah and uh yeah that'd be something like your kids are perfect for that because they love that podcast yeah that's right that's right Uh, that's right yeah i I do try to do that (laughs) yep yep we just stick ours in a bathtub five times a day. There you go. Because they play with water. That's what I like to be. Yeah, <laughs> I like that, man. That's good. It's been two hours. Bath time. All well, right, that's retreat. We're <laughs> on to uh, we're on to a, a discipline now from a uh, um, Calhoun's spiritual disciplines handbook uh, that is uh, all the rage in popular culture. All so the this rage. This will be interesting. Uh, we are on to <laughs> we are on to now the discipline of self care. Self care. So this is this has become a a major buzzword, um, in popular oh it's everywhere popular culture everywhere it's all the rage it's all the rage yeah very marketable all right very on brand yeah very profitable i think if you wrote a book like that just with the title interpreting the enneagram for your self-care you we might be an instant yeah. new york we times might, we, might, we, might, we might do that we might do that just um, by the title alone yeah yeah you're gonna you're gonna get some clicks so um <laughs> so the, so i think what'll be interesting about this is um is just how this is rooted and anchored in something, uh, something distinct from I think the ways, the way in which self care is generally talked about. Um, how would you say it's generally talked about? I think it's generally talked about just as um, well, like most things in any culture at any time, it's talked about with no reference to um, <laughs> to anything beyond ourselves, right? Yeah. It's talked about in yeah. reference to self alone and not in reference to self as a creature under uh, the lordship of of the creator so yeah um so i think self-care self-care that doesn't um that doesn't make that connection between creator and creature um it's not that it's not helpful it's just that it's not the full story right um so i so immediately just I like lo- that it's not the full story yeah it's not it's i mean true. It's, and, and it's great if you practice uh, anyone who practices self-care, self-care is good. it's like that you should <laughs> yeah take care of yourself so that you can fulfill your responsibilities and, yeah. and contribute to society your family all those things yeah um but i think there's a fuller uh, self-care that we can experience as Christians, just as there's a fuller rest that we can experience um, as Christians as well. Yeah. Um, knowing who we know and and being known by uh, being known by the Lord in that way. So Calhoun defines self-care um, uh, in this way. She says self-care. Well, this is the desire for self-care. The aim. Uh, the aim. She says is to value myself as my heavenly Father values me. The definition is uh, self-care honors God by nurturing and protecting the limits and desires of the body, mind, and spirit. Uh, so really with that definition and that desire, self-care is really recognizing that we have limits and that we're creatures yeah. and uh, and that we're not meant to always be in achieve mode, always be in get things done mode, and that we actually need to stop and we need to uh, recharge, but uh, really in the language that she uses, obviously, to uh, to take care of ourselves so that we can be faithful and fruitful in a, in a life of service to God and others. Yeah. I think, uh, like even the desire to value myself as uh, heavenly father values me. I really like that. It's rooted in God's love for you. Right. Um, which is totally different from pop culture self care. Yes. But, uh, which is rooted in your love for yourself. Yeah. And to some (laughs) extent it's rooted in performance. Yeah. You know, like the reason you do self care is so you can keep performing. Right. And uh, you can keep doing well at whatever you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so even that is rooted in your need to like perform. And, uh, so I like this, it's like, it's rooted in, you no, know, my understanding is a little bit different that this body is given to me as a gift by a heavenly father yes. who loves me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so that's gonna be helpful. I, 
she's got some practices listed there, but have you thought through like, what are the ways you need to improve in your self-care as a discipline? Yeah, I think, um, you know, so one of the practices she considers in self-care is sleep. Um, and just considering like getting enough sleep, getting too much sleep. How do I, how do I need to do that peripherally? Like consider, uh, how sleep contributes to, uh, how I live as a Christian, uh, in my faithfulness or, or lack thereof. So, um, that was the thing that initially popped out to me. Um, do you I, not sleep? Well, it's hard to say right now with just like the baby. We're, yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's just a different season of sleep. Um, so I'm just trying to figure out like, what is, what is a good in this season? What should I be aiming for sleep wise? And, uh, and what would be too much? What would be too little? And like, cause my tendency would be like, yeah, I'm, t- I'm tired. I, sh- I should take another nap, you know? And I, yeah. I think I can, <laughs> I can push towards yeah. the other end. Um, so it's like thinking soberly about like, yeah, what, like, what does my body need right now? Yeah. And how can I do that? Well, um, dude, I, I sleep like I'm exercise. 80. What's that? I sleep like I'm 80. Really? Yeah. Wait, what does that mean? How do, well, I mean, I go to bed early. I wake okay. up early, but I always Better get a power nap in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, regard, no matter what. Yeah. So like yeah. right after lunch, I'll crash for about 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, and get back at it. But <laughs> I like that. It's funny. I, I'm probably a little over caring on my sleep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Same, same. So I think for me, it's kind of considering and it's just like, hey, what what is a faithful like amount of sleep? What do I need to really take care yeah. of my body sleep wise? And then and then yeah. from that, be be faithful and fruitful. So is that what you is that going to be what you're going to focus on this week? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm still I'm still trying to chew on how I want to take this exactly. I, I really am just mostly enjoying the way that she talks about this in distinction from um, kind of the typical way that self-care is discussed culturally. Um, I love the um, the practices, the general practices she gives, right? Living in a way that honors your body as a living temple for God's presence, uh, exercising and eating sensibly, um, resting, keeping the Sabbath, thanking God for the way he's designed you, um, recognizing and practicing my spiritual gifts, mm. uh, choosing healthy rather than unhealthy relationships. Um, and here's the fruit that comes from this sort of Christian uh, self-care rooted in uh, the Heavenly Father. So the results are uh, the fruit, uh, that is, uh, include valuing yourself as Jesus values you, having a sane and proper view of yourself, <laughs> practicing self-awareness rather than self-absorption. I think that might be the, <laughs> the distinction between yeah. these two types of self-care. Yeah. One leads to self-absorption. One is self-awareness, God-awareness. Freedom from the Messiah trap and trying to save the world to the detriment of your health. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Living within the limits without burnout, having a deep awareness of God's love for you. Freedom from addictions that destroy your health and relationships, being comfortable in your own skin, which is really outcome of, of knowing who we are in the gospel in Christ, yeah. right? We got to be yeah. f- f- comfortable being ourselves. So, um, I don't, I mean, I guess this, maybe this is not super helpful. I don't know exactly how I'm going to try to take this. So you um, have nothing to give our listeners. I have nothing. Which, <laughs> which, if if it's taken you this many listens to realize that right. there's <laughs> that I have nothing, then right. then I've done very well. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. Yeah, I want uh, uh, the. Uh, one of the practices that stuck out to me is observing appropriate boundaries with my, uh, man, there's just so much family drama going on mm. in my world. Uh, that's going to be really helpful for me. Like that's good. just not to see creating these boundaries. Cause I think the tension you, ro- you roll into when you're trying to walk with the Lord and navigate really weird family situations is you think, man, by setting this boundary, am I not being loving by setting this boundary? Am I not like, you know, being obedient and I'm not being present for them and all that stuff, but no, setting that boundary is a form of protecting the gift of the gospel in your own heart. Yeah. Uh, so that, you know, you can be better used in all contexts. Right. So I I think that to me, like reading through this and understanding that 
because even this week I have a conversation coming that's going to be, you know, very difficult. Uh, but just going in there and knowing that, like, setting the boundaries and, and kind of putting those in place is a form of obedience. It's that's not nice. a form of disobedience and trying to, like, keep things away from you that God wants. No, it's, that's actually for the betterment of your own spirit. Yeah. So that's actually, like, probably perfect timing for me. That's uh, really good. For this boundaries deal. Um, so we'll see. We'll, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll get back next week and see how it went. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that. That was a really deep encouragement for me personally. Yeah, that's really helpful, man. I'm 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 glad that uh, you pointed that out. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, that's my plan is to uh, kind of focus on boundaries and uh, again, like the last practice, she says choosing healthy rather than unhealthy relationships. Um, not to say that you should never engage people you don't want to engage with, you know, but to intentionally spend time in the healthy relationships, you know, to to grow you and nurture you and all that. And I think. Uh, you know, almost permission to say, Hey, I really enjoy hanging out with this person. You know, this yeah. guy really builds my soul, my spirit, right. like, uh, that it's okay to spend a lot of time doing that, you right. know, so that, you know, a lot of times we're like, who's, who's my neighbor, right? The question that right. Jesus gets asked, like, who do you want us to love and minister to? But this is, this is saying like, you've got to put in the off the court work, right? you know, and with those healthy relationships, setting those boundaries so that you can actually get on the court and play. Um, so that's my plan is to focus on the relational side. Uh, that's strong of self-care yeah i gotta that's get better good. at that that's good yeah well i have no plan so it'll be a surprise <laughs> for everybody i think as we uh, even uh just thinking about this as you're speaking yeah you know maybe i'll uh, maybe i can do something that will lead to some god-centered self-care for other people in my family this week so hey there I'll, you go uh, maybe i'll yeah, pick up man. the slack so that somebody else namely my wife can yep. can enjoy some of the some of uh some of this discipline so yeah I may, may pastor you home though. first yeah man that's so, right yeah all right so and then uh so we'll go through self-care, and then we'll be back next week for, man, something that I think is going to be Oh, yeah, I'm excited, I'm excited for this. I mean, there's, it's a good message for our culture, simplicity. Simplicity. Uh, so we'll dig into that next week. But, uh, yeah, tinker around with some self-care this week, guys. And, um, again, as always, you can reach out to us at formation at fellowshipmemphis.org. We'd love to hear from you. We respond to all those emails. Uh, and, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks, yo. Peace. I use your peace line. You normally say peace.